settlement. Sometimes a deformed child is born, and sometimes a child is born dead. Often the sexual act fails to produce pregnancy at all. So, although all parents desire a beautiful, highly qualified child, this is often not the case. Thus it can be understood that ultimately it is by the mercy of the Supreme Lord that a man and woman are able to produce a child by the sexual act. It is by the Lord's mercy that the man's seminal injection is potent and the woman's ovum is fertile. Similarly, it is only by the mercy of the Lord that the child is born in a healthy condition and reaches physical maturity to pursue his own life. If at any stage in the evolution of a human being the Lord's mercy is withdrawn, sudden death or crippling disease occurs. The demigods are also not independent. The words Pirtiacardum, giving up other duties, indicate that one should give up any concept that the demigods are separate from Krishna. It is clearly stated in Vedic literature that the demigods are different limbs of the universal body of the Supreme Lord. Further, it is stated in Bhagavad Gita that the Supreme Lord is situated in everyone's heart and that he only is giving intelligence and memory. Thus, our forefathers who carefully preserved cultural traditions were acting with intelligence, provided by the Supreme Lord. They certainly were not acting with their own independent intelligence. No one can be intelligent without a brain, and it is only by Krishna's mercy that we receive a human brain. Therefore, if we carefully analyze all of our multifarious obligations toward different classes of living entities, we shall find that in each and every case it is ultimately by the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead that we have received a particular benediction in life. So, although an ordinary person must methodically fulfill all of his various obligations by executing different types of sacrifices and charitable activities for the satisfaction of those who have benefited him, one who is directly serving the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, at once fulfills all such obligations, because all benedictions ultimately have come from the Lord through the agency of family, forefathers, demigods, etc., The example may be given that sometimes a state government may distribute benefits originally, provided by the federal government. So one who becomes the personal secretary or minister to the chief executive of the federal government has no further obligation to the less important representatives of the state government. Therefore, it is stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, 11.20.9. Tavit Karmani Purvitanarvidiyita Yavitamadkatha Sarvananavasratha Yavanmajayate. As long as one is not satiated by fruitive activity and has not awakened his taste for devotional service by hearing and chanting about the Supreme Lord, one has to act according to the regulative principles of the Vedic injunctions. The conclusion is that one who has fully surrendered to the devotional service of the Supreme Lord is a first-class human being. People in general are only eager to receive benedictions from demigods, family members and society, because such benedictions are conducive to material sense gratification. Less intelligent persons consider such material progress to be the only goal of life and thus cannot appreciate the exalted position of pure devotional service to the Lord. Back to Yoga. Or pure devotional service is meant to directly please the senses of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Envious materialistic persons propose various arguments to deny that the Supreme Lord even has transcendental senses. The devotees, however, do not waste time doubting the inconceivable beauty, strength, wealth and geniality of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but directly please the Lord's senses through loving service and thus receive the supreme benediction of going back home, back to Godhead. The devotees return to the Lord's abode, where life is eternal, full of bliss and knowledge. No demigod, family member or forefather can give one an eternal life of bliss and knowledge. However, if one foolishly neglects the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord and instead accepts the temporary material body to be everything, then one must certainly perform elaborate sacrifices, austerities and charity and fulfill all of the obligations mentioned above. Otherwise, one becomes completely sinful and condemned, even from the material point of view. SB 11.5.42. Text 42. Text. Svapadamulam bajatah prayasaya tayaktanayabhavasaya herah parasah vikarma yakkot padatam kathensad dunoti sarvam hardisanivistah. Word for word meanings. Svapadamulam, the lotus feet of Krishna, the shelter of the devotees, bajatah, who is engaged in worshipping, 
Priyasaya, who is very dear to Krishna, Tyakta, given up, Anaya, for others, Bhavasaya, of one whose disposition or inclination, Hera, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Paraisa, the Supreme Lord, Vikarma, sinful activities, yet, whatever, Ka, and, Adpadatam, occurred, Kathensit, somehow, Dunoti, removes, Sarvam, all, Kriti, in the heart, Sanivista, entered. Translation. One who has thus given up all other engagements and has taken full shelter at the lotus feet of Harry, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is very dear to the Lord. Indeed, if such a surrendered soul accidentally commits some sinful activity, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is seated within everyone's heart, immediately takes away the reaction to such sin. PURPORT In the previous verse it was clearly described that a fully surrendered devotee of the Supreme Lord has no need to perform ordinary, worldly duties. Now in this verse it is revealed that devotional service is so pure and potent that a surrendered devotee of the Lord has no need to perform any other purificatory process. As described in the sixth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, a surrendered devotee has no need to perform prayasiva, or atonement for an accidental fell down into sinful activity. Since devotional service is itself the most purifying process, a sincere devotee who has accidentally stumbled on the path should immediately resume his pure devotional service at the lotus feet of the Lord. And thus the Lord will protect him, as stated in Bhagavad Gita, 9.30. Api or karo bhajit mamananaya baksadhar eva samam tavaya samaya The word tayaktanaya in this verse is very significant. As stated in the previous verse, a pure devotee realizes clearly that all living entities, including Brahma and Shiva, are part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and thus have no separate or independent existence. Realizing that everything and everyone is part and parcel of the Lord, a devotee automatically is not inclined to commit sinful activities by violating the order of God. However, due to the powerful influence of material nature, even a sincere devotee may be temporarily overwhelmed by illusion and deviate from the rigid path of pure devotional service. In such a case, Lord Krishna himself, acting within the heart, removes such sinful activities. Even Yamaraja, the Lord of Death, has no power to punish a surrendered devotee who has accidentally committed sinful activities. As stated here, Krishna is Purisa, or the Supreme Lord, and all secondary lords such as the demigods cannot threaten the Lord's personal devotees. In his youth Jamila had been a pious Brahmana engaged in the service of the Lord. Then, by bad association with a prostitute, he became practically the most degraded man in the world. At the end of his life, Yamaraja sent his Yamadudas to drag away the soul of the sinful Ajamila, but the personality of Godhead immediately sent his personal associates to save Ajamila and demonstrate to Yamaraja that no secondary personality can disturb the personal devotees of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, Kantya Pranajanadvi Nami Bhakta Pranasayati left square bracket BG 9.31 right square bracket. The argument may be raised that the Smriti Sastra states, Smriti Smriti Mamavajn, the Vedic scriptures are the direct orders of the Personality of Godhead. Therefore, one may ask, how can the Lord tolerate that his orders be occasionally neglected, even by his devotees? To answer this possible objection, the word Priyasaya is used in this verse. The devotees of the Lord are very dear to the Lord. Although the beloved child may accidentally commit an abominable activity, the loving father forgives the child, taking into consideration the actual good intentions of the child. Thus, although the devotee of the Lord does not try to exploit the Lord's mercy by requesting the Lord to free him from any future suffering, the Lord, by his own initiative, frees the devotee from the reactions to accidental fell-downs. This causeless mercy of the Lord upon his devotee is his paramesvarium, or supreme opulence. Gradually the faithful devotee becomes free, even from accidental fell-down, because simply by remembering the lotus feet of the Lord, what to speak of by actively rendering service to him, his heart is purified. Although the surrendered devotees of the Personality of Godhead may sometimes appear to be affected by mundane attitudes, they are inevitably protected by the Merciful Lord and are never actually defeated in life. SB 11.5.43 Text 43 Text 
Shri Narada Yuvaka Dharman Bhagavatan Itham Sradvatham Athilas Varah Jayantian Munian Pratahs Apadhyo Hyapujayat. Word for word meanings. Shri Narada Yuvaka, Narada Muni said, Dharman Bhagavatan, the science of devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Itham, in this manner, Sradva, having heard, Atha, then, Mithila Isvarah, the master of the kingdom of Mithila, King Dimi, Jayantian, to the sons of Jayanti, Munian, sages, Pratah, being satisfied, Satapanhaya, along with the priests, Hi, indeed, Apujayat. He offered worship. Translation. Narada Muni said, having thus heard the science of devotional service, Nimi, the king of Mithila, felt extremely satisfied and, along with the sacrificial priests, offered respectful worship to the sagacious sons of Jayanti. PURPORT The word Jayantian indicates the nine Yajendras, who were born from the womb of Jayanti, the wife of Rasadhadeva. SB 11.5.44 Text 44 Text Tatontor Dadhyar Sinha Sarvala Kasaya Pasayata Haraja Dharmana Patisthan Amapa Paramam Gadam. Word for word meanings. Tadah, then, enter Dadhyar, they disappeared, Sinha, the perfect sages headed by Kavi, Sarvala Kasaya, all those present, Pasayata, as they were watching, Raja, the king, Dharman, these principles of spiritual life, Apatisthan, faithfully following, Amapa, he achieved, Paramam, the supreme, Gadam, destination. Translation. The perfect sages then disappeared before the eyes of everyone present. King Dimi faithfully practiced the principles of spiritual life he had learned from them, and thus he achieved the supreme goal of life. SB 11.5.45. Text 45. Text. Tvamapi Eden Matabaga Dharman Bhagavatan Srudanasthitas Radhaya Yachonasango Yasayas Param. Word for word meanings. Them, you, Vasudeva, Api, also, Ivan, these, Matabaga, O most fortunate one, Dharman, principles, Bhagavatan, of devotional service, Srudan, which you have heard, Asthita, situated in, Sradhaya, with faith, Yukta, endowed, Nisangma, free from material association, Yasais, you will go, Param, to the Supreme. Translation O greatly fortunate Vasudeva, simply apply with faith these principles of devotional service which you have heard, and thus, being free from material association, you will attain the Supreme. PURPORT Narada Muni related to Krishna's father, Vasudeva, the story of the enlightenment of King Dimi. Now Narada reveals that Vasudeva himself will also achieve the supreme perfection of life by practicing the same principles spoken long ago by the nine Yajendras. Actually, Vasudeva was already a personal associate of the Supreme Lord, but due to his natural humility as a great devotee, he was determined to perfect his love of Krishna. Thus we can observe the exalted status of the parents of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Ordinary persons feel that the Supreme Lord is always to be worshipped as the Supreme Father who supplies everything for the living entities. Such an attitude is not the perfection of love of Godhead, because, when a son is young he is incapable of giving much service to his mother and father. When the child is very young, it is rather the parents who are constantly serving the child. So when the devotee takes the role of mother or father of Krishna, there is a limited opportunity for rendering loving service to the Lord, whom the devotee ecstatically accepts as his son. It was Vasudeva's good fortune that Narada Muni personally revealed to him the wonderful teachings given by the Namayajendras long, long ago to the saintly King Dimi. SB 11.5.46 Text 46 Text Yuvayah Kaludam Patir Yasis Apuritam Jagat Patritam Agamadhyat Vambagavanais Varoharah Word for word meanings. Yuvayah, of the two of you. Kalu, indeed, Dampataya, of the husband and wife, Yasisa, by the glories, Puritam, has become full, Jagat, the earth, Patritam, the state of being the sun, Agamut, assumed, Yat. Because, Vam, your, Bhagavan, the personality of Godhead, Isvarah. The Supreme Lord, Harah, Harry. Translation. Indeed, the whole world has become filled with the glories of you and your good wife, because the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Harry, has taken the position of your son. PURPORT In this verse Narada Muni hints at the glories of Vasudeva and Devaki, the parents of Krishna and Balarama, by the words Yasis Apuritam Jagat, the whole world is now filled with your glories. 
In other words, although Vasudeva inquired from Narada about spiritual advancement, Narada here states, You are already completely glorious due to your extraordinary devotion to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. SB 11.5.47 Text 47 Text Word for word meanings. Darsana, by seeing, alangana, embracing, alape, and conversing, sayana, in taking rest, asana, sitting, bhajane, and eating, atma. The hearts, them, of you two, pavita, have become purified, krasnet. For Lord Krishna, patrasnetum, the affection toward a son, prakurvata, who were manifesting. Translation. My dear Vasudeva, you and your good wife Devaki have manifested great transcendental love for Krishna, accepting him as your son. Indeed, you are always seeing the Lord, embracing him, speaking with him, resting with him, sitting together with him and taking your meals with him. By such affectionate and intimate association with the Lord, undoubtedly both of you have completely purified your hearts. In other words, you are already perfect. Purport. The words Atma Vampavita in this verse are very significant. Ordinary conditioned souls are required to purify their existence by practicing the regulative principles of Bhakti Yoga and learning how to offer all of their activities in the devotional service of the Lord. Such a regulative, gradual process, however, cannot be applied to those exalted souls who are personally attending the Lord, as his parents, boyfriends, girlfriends, advisors, sons, etc., Due to Vasudeva and Devaki's intense love for Krishna as their son, they had already achieved the highest perfectional stage of life. Although in the previous verse Sri Narada Muni informed Vasudeva that he and his wife had become glorious by Krishna's taking birth as their son, Vasudeva might have argued that other personal associates of the Lord, such as Jaya and Vijaya, had fallen down due to offending the Brahmana class. Therefore, in the present verse Narada has used the word Pavita, you are completely purified, and therefore you are completely free from the slightest trace of discrepancy in your devotional service, due to your intense love for Krishna. It is understood from the commentary of Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura that Sri Vasudeva, Krishna's pastime father, is actually an eternally liberated Nityasiddha associate of the Personality of Godhead. Vasudeva has a spiritual body, just as Krishna does, and he is always merged in the overwhelming ecstatic desire to serve Krishna, his beautiful son. However, Narada could understand that due to extreme humility, Vasudeva considered himself an ordinary human being and was feeling very anxious to receive transcendental instructions on the devotional service of the Lord. Accepting the ecstatic humility of Vasudeva, and to relieve his anxiety, Sri Narada Muni instructed him in the science of Bhakti Yoga, as one might instruct an ordinary human being. However, at the same time Narada has revealed that actually Sri Vasudeva and Devaki are already completely glorious by their unprecedented fortune of having Krishna and Balarama as their sons. Therefore, Narada is telling Vasudeva, My dear Vasudeva, do not in any way be discouraged or doubtful about your position. Undoubtedly you are immediately going back home, back to Godhead. And actually you and your good wife are the most fortunate persons. In conclusion, everyone should become fortunate by fully developing his dormant love for Krishna. Many terrible demons who opposed Krishna eventually achieved a happy state of life by their association with Krishna. Therefore there is no doubt about the supreme bliss achieved by the loving devotees of the Lord who day and night can only think of pleasing Krishna. SB 11.5.48 Text 48 Text Virena yam rapate asa supalapondras alvadeo gatis vilasa vilakanadaya dayanta akradadaya sayana sanadatat samayam aparanyuraktadayam punahkim Word for word meanings Virena, with envy, Yam, whom, Lord Krishna in Arpatea, kings, Susupala Pondra Selva Adea, like Susupala, Pondrika, Selva, etc., Bati, upon his movements, Vilasa, sporting, Vilakana, glances, Adaya, and so forth, Dianta, meditating, Akrata, thus fixed, Daya, their minds, Sayana, in the activities of lying down, Asana Adal, sitting, and so on, Tatsamayam, a position on the same level with him, that is, a position in the eternal, spiritual world, Apah, they achieved, and Yuraktadayam, for those whose minds are naturally attached in a favorable way, Punahkim, what to speak of. In comparison, 
Translation. Inimical kings like Susupala, Pandrika and Selva were always thinking about Lord Krishna. Even, while they were lying down, sitting or engaging in other activities, they enviously meditated upon the bodily movements of the Lord, his sporting pastimes, his loving glances upon his devotees, and other attractive features displayed by the Lord. Being thus always absorbed in Krishna, they achieved spiritual liberation in the Lord's own abode. What then can be said of the benedictions offered to those who constantly fix their minds on Lord Krishna in a favorable, loving mood? Purport. On the eve of the disappearance of Lord Krishna from this world, Vasudeva became filled with lamentation thinking that he had not properly utilized the opportunity of the Lord's personal presence to become perfectly Krishna conscious. However, Narada Muni assured Sri Vasudeva that the glories of Vasudeva and his good wife Devaki were chanted throughout the universe, because even the demigods worshipped the exalted status of the Lord's own parents. Vasudeva was not only concerned about his own spiritual position, but he also lamented for the Yadu dynasty, which had left the world in an apparently inauspicious way being cursed by great Brahmanas such as Narada and dying in a fratricidal war. Although the members of the Yadu dynasty were personal associates of the Lord, their disappearance from the earth was apparently inauspicious, and therefore Vasudeva was concerned about their eventual destination. So Narada here assures Vasudeva that even the demons who opposed Krishna, such as Susupala, Pandrika and Selva, achieved promotion to the Lord's own abode because of their constant absorption in thinking of Krishna. Therefore what to speak of the exalted members of the Yadu dynasty who actually loved Krishna more than anything, and Yurakta Gayam Punahim. Similarly, it is stated in the Garuda Purana. Even foolish sinners like Susupala and Brayadhana who showered abuse upon the Lord were cleansed of all sins simply by remembering Lord Krishna. Somehow or other their minds were absorbed in the Lord, and thus they attained liberation. What doubt then is there about the destination of those who are overwhelmed with devotional feelings for the Lord? Vasudeva was also feeling anxiety, because on the one hand he was aware that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but at the same time he treated the Lord as his beloved son. In the relationship between the father and son, sometimes the father must chastise the son and restrict him in various ways. In this way Vasudeva was feeling that undoubtedly he had offended the Lord in his attempt to train Lord Krishna as his son. However, Lord Krishna is actually pleased when a pure devotee becomes absorbed in parental love for him and thus devotedly tries to care for him, just as loving parents care for a small child. Krishna reciprocates the intense devotional feelings of such devotees by actually appearing before them as a young boy and acting just like their son. As mentioned in this verse, the demons actually chastised Krishna with feelings of enmity. Nevertheless, such demons attained liberation due to their absorption in Krishna. Therefore, what to speak of the destination of Vasudeva, who chastised Krishna due to his overwhelming parental love for him. The conclusion is that the devotees of the Lord should never consider Vasudeva and Devaki to be ordinary, conditioned souls. Their relationship with Lord Krishna is completely on the transcendental platform of Vatsalai Raza, or parental love for the personality of Godhead. It has nothing to do with the parental love of the material world, which is based on a mood of sense gratification, since the parents see their children as objects of material enjoyment. SB 11.5.49 Text 49 Text Mukatiabadhim Akrafah Krishnasar Vatmanis Vermayamanusayabhinaganhase Varai Pervaye. Word for word meanings. Ma, do not, Apatiabadhim, the idea of being your son, Akrafah, impose, Krishna, on Krishna, Sarva Atmani, the supreme soul of all, Isvar the personality of Godhead, Maya, by his power of illusion, Manusayabhina, appearing, as if an ordinary person, Gudhase Varai, hiding his opulence. Pair, the Supreme, Avaya, Infallible. Translation. Do not think of Krishna as an ordinary child, because he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, inexhaustible and the soul of all beings. The Lord has concealed his inconceivable opulences and is thus outwardly appearing to be an ordinary human being. Purport. Lord Shri Krishna is the original source of all plenary incarnations of the Absolute Truth. 
Krishnas to Bhagavan Svayam left square bracket SB 1.3.28 right square bracket. His unlimited transcendental opulences are inexhaustible, and thus he very easily brings the entire creation under his personal control. Lord Krishna is the eternal well-wisher of every living entity, so there was no need for Vasudeva to be anxious about his future destination, nor that of the other personal associates of Krishna, such as the members of the Yadu dynasty. In verse 46 of this chapter, Narada Muni told Vasudeva, You and your good wife are now glorified throughout the universe, because Lord Krishna has personally become your son. In this way Narada is encouraging Vasudeva to continue to love Krishna as his most beloved son, for such ecstatic devotional feelings are never to be given up. But at the same time, Narada is removing Vasudeva's doubts about the future by assuring him, due to your love for Krishna you may think that he is an ordinary human being. You are appearing like a human being, and Lord Krishna is simply reciprocating with you. In order to encourage you to love him as your son, he is placing himself under your control. And thus, his inconceivable power and opulences are being concealed from you. Don't assume, however, that there is actually a dangerous situation because of the events of this material world. Although Krishna appears to be under your control, he is eternally the supreme controller. Therefore, do not consider him to be a human being. He is always the supreme personality of Godhead. The word Maya in this verse indicates that Krishna's manusaya, or human-like, activities are actually misleading to the ordinary man, because Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. Maya also means transcendental potencies. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, Sambhavami Atmamaya, left square bracket BG 4.6 right square bracket. The Lord descends in his own transcendental form filled with transcendental potencies. And thus the words Maya Manusaya Bhavina here also indicate Krishna's original transcendental form, which resembles the human-like forms experienced in this world. Maya also indicates mercy, or compassion, according to the Sanskrit dictionary, and thus the Lord's incarnation is understood to be his causeless mercy upon the conditioned souls. The Lord's descent is also his causeless mercy upon the liberated souls, who take immense pleasure in joining the Lord in his pastimes and in chanting and hearing about such exalted spiritual activities, Sravanam Kurdanam Visnah left square bracket SB 7.5.23 right square bracket. In order to reciprocate the love of Vasudeva for him, Krishna mostly concealed his unlimited opulences. In this way the devotee is fully encouraged in his particular loving relationship with the Lord. However, when Vasudeva was filled with anxiety due to the dangerous situation created by the Brahmana's curse, Narada immediately reminded him that such anxiety wasn't necessary, since all these events were under the direct control of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Thus, the Vaisnava Paramahamsas who take the position of the Lord's parents remain under the shelter of the Lord at all times and never deviate from the loving devotional service of the Lord. They remain fixed in transcendence in all circumstances, unlike ordinary parents of the material world, who are constantly becoming bewildered by illusion due to the bodily concept of life. SB 11.5.50 Text 50 Text Bhudirashura Rajanaya Hantave Gupte Sadamavaternasaya Nervrataya Yazolopvitanayate. Word for word meanings. Bhudera, who were the burden of the earth, Ashura, demons, Rajanaya, members of the kingly order, Hantave, in order to kill, Gupte, for the protection, Sadam, of the saintly devotees, Avaternasaya, of him who has descended, Nervrataya, also for awarding liberation, Yasa, the fame, Lok, throughout the world. Vitaniate has become spread. Translation. The Supreme Personality of Godhead descended to kill the demoniac kings who were the burden of the earth and to protect the saintly devotees. However, both the demons and the devotees are awarded liberation by the Lord's mercy. Thus, his transcendental fame has spread throughout the universe. Purport. A doubt may rise as to how the Supreme Personality of Godhead descends to this material world. And since he is the omnipotent creator of millions of universes, why do the devotees glorify as wonderful the Lord's activities such as his killing a witch named Putana by sucking out her life through her breast? Although such activities are certainly beyond the scope of ordinary human beings, why should they be considered wonderful when executed by the omnipotent personality of Godhead? 
The answer is given in this verse by the word Nervratiye the Lord killed the demons not, because he was envious of them, but in order to give them spiritual liberation. Thus the causeless mercy of the personality of Godhead in liberating both the devotees and the demons by his inconceivable pastimes clearly distinguishes the Lord from any other living entity, either man or demigod. It is stated, Bhakti Pratitasarvasam Visnar even Nesamsaya, only Visnu can give liberation beyond birth and death. Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura has pointed out that generally the demons are awarded impersonal liberation in the Brahman effulgence, whereas the devotees are given the superior benediction of love of Godhead in the spiritual planets. Thus, the Lord exhibits his causeless mercy toward all classes of living entities, and his fame is spread throughout the universe. Because Krishna is transcendental, his fame is not different from his personal incarnation, so, as the Lord's fame expands, the entire universe is gradually liberated. These are some of the unique characteristics of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. SB 11.5.51 Text 51 Text Shri Sukhayuvaka Enakrug the Matabago Vasudevo Tivas Matahdivaki Kamatabaga Jasmatar Mahamadmana Word for Word Meanings Shri Sukhayuvaka, Shri Sukadeva Gosvami said, In it, this, Sradva, having heard, Matabaga, the greatly fortunate, Vasudava, King Vasudeva, at Isdismata, extremely amazed, Devaki, Mother Devaki, Ka, and, Matabaga, the greatly fortunate, Javata, they both gave up, Maham the confusion, Atmana, their own. Translation Shri Sukadeva Gosvami continued, having heard this narration, the greatly fortunate Vasudeva was completely struck with wonder. Thus he and his most blessed wife Devaki gave up all illusion and anxiety that had entered their hearts. SB 11.5.52 Text 52 Text Itirasamimam punayam deradyah samadhyatah savidhraiha samalam brahmabhaiya kalpit Word for word meanings. Itirasam, historical account, imam, this. Punayam, pious, dare it meditates upon, yah, who, samadhita, with fixed attention, sah, he, vidhuaya, cleaning off, iha, in this very life, samalam, contamination, brahmabhaya, the supreme spiritual perfection, kalpit, achieves. Translation. Anyone who meditates on this pious historical narration with fixed attention will purify himself of all contamination in this very life and thus achieve the highest spiritual perfection. Thus end the purports of the humble servants of His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada to the 11th Canto, 5th Chapter, of the Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled Narada concludes his teachings to Vasudeva. SB 11.6, the Yadu Dynasty retires to Prabhasa. 6. The Yadu Dynasty retires to Prabhasa. SB 11.6 Summary this chapter describes how Brahma and other demigods, after offering prayers to Lord Shri Krishna, requested the Lord to return to his own abode and how Uttava, anticipating separation from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, was very distressed and prayed to Shri Krishna that he might accompany him on his return to that abode. Desiring to see Shri Krishna in his human-like form, which enchants all the worlds, the Gandharvas, Apsaras, Nagas, Rasas, Pinnas, Vidyataras, Kinaras and other demigods, all headed by Brahma, Shiva and Indra, arrived at the city of Dvaraka. Covering the body of Krishna with flower garlands from the Namdana gardens of heaven, they praised him with statements about his transcendental power and qualities. All living entities, beginning with Brahma, are subordinate to Lord Shri Krishna. Krishna creates the universe by empowering his expansion Matavisnu. Although Krishna creates, maintains and destroys this world through his material energy, he remains transcendental to the material energy and perfectly self-satisfied. Even in the midst of his 16,000 queens, Lord Krishna is undisturbed. Performers of fruitive sacrifices and yogis desiring mystic power contemplate the lotus feet of Lord Shri Krishna to attain their materialistic objectives. But the most elevated devotees, who desire liberation from the bondage of material work, lovingly contemplate the Lord's lotus-like feet, because those feet are the fire that destroys all desires for sense gratification. One cannot actually purify the mind by ordinary worship, penance and other such processes. One can purify the mind contaminated by sense gratification only through mature faith in the mode of goodness, which arises by hearing the glories of Krishna. 
Therefore, intelligent persons situated in the Varnasrama system serve the two kinds of holy places, the Nectarian rivers of the topics of Krishna and the Nectarian rivers flowing from the Lord's lotus feet. By incarnating within the Yadu dynasty, Krishna performed the highest welfare work for the entire universe by displaying his transcendental pastimes. Simply by hearing and chanting about these pastimes, pious persons in Kali Yuga can definitely cross over the ocean of material illusion. When the Lord had fulfilled the purpose of his descent and the Yadu dynasty was facing imminent destruction from the Brahmanas curse, the Lord desired to wind up his pastimes. When Brahma prayed to the lotus feet of Lord Krishna for the deliverance of himself and all the other demigods, Sri Krishna revealed in his reply that after the destruction of the Yadu dynasty he would return to his own abode. Observing terrible disturbances indicating the imminent destruction of the world, Lord Krishna called together the wise members of the Yadu dynasty and reminded them of the Brahmanas curse. The Lord convinced them to go to Prabhasatirtha, where they could save themselves by the performance of ritual bathing, charity, and so on. The Yadis, in obedience to Krishna's desire, prepared to journey to Prabhasa. Upon seeing and hearing the Lord's conversation with the Yadu dynasty, Adhava approached Lord Shri Krishna in a secluded place, offered him full obeisances and, with folded hands, expressed his inability to tolerate separation from the Lord. He begged Krishna to carry him to his own abode. If one tastes the nectar of Krishna's pastimes with his ears, one loses all hankering for other things. Persons who engage constantly in Krishna's service while eating, sporting, sleeping, sitting, etc. cannot tolerate separation from Krishna. They honor all kinds of remnants from Sri Krishna and thus conquer the Lord's illusory energy. Peaceful members of the renounced order attain Brahmaloka after exhaustive and painful exertion, whereas the devotees of the Lord simply discuss Lord Krishna among themselves, chant and remember his various pastimes and instructions, and thus automatically cross beyond the insurmountable material energy. SB 11.6.1 Text 1 Text Shri Sukha Yuvaka Athabramadma Jehdeve Prajasara Avradobhyagat Bhavas Kabyudabhavizo Yeabhudaganaravratah Word for word meanings. Shri Sukha Yuvaka, Shri Sukha Deva Gosvami said, Atha, then, Brahma, Lord Brahma, Atmaje, by his sons, headed by Sanaka, Deve, by the demigods, Praja Isa, and by the progenitors of universal population, headed by Marasi, Avraka, surrounded, and Hyagat, went, to Dvaraka, Bhava, Lord Shiva, Kas, also, Buddha, to all living beings. Bhavaya Isa. The bestower of auspiciousness, Yea, went, Budagana, by the hordes of ghostly creatures, Vrata, surrounded. Translation. Shri Sukadeva Gosvami said, Lord Brahma then set off for Dvaraka, accompanied by his own sons as well as by the demigods and the great Prajapatis. Lord Shiva, the bestower of auspiciousness to all living beings, also went, surrounded by many ghostly creatures. SB 11.6.2 SB 11.6.3 SB 11.6.4 SB 11.6.2-4 Texts 2-2-4 Text Indromira Bhir Bhagavana Dittaya Vasavos Vinorbhavo Mirazo Rudra Vissasadhyas Kabdivatah Gandharvapsarazo Nagah Siddhakiranagahayakaharasayah Kinarasayadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyadhyad
the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Naraloka, to all human society, Manaharamah, enchanting, Yasah, his fame, Vedin, he expanded, Lakisu, throughout all the universe, Sarvaloka, of all planets, Mala, the impurities, Apaham, which eradicates. Translation. The powerful Lord Indra, along with the merits, Adityas, Vasis, Asvinas, Rabhas, Angiras, Rudras, Visvedavas, Sadhyas, Gandharvas, Apsaras, Magus, Siddhas, Karanas, Guhayakas, the great sages and forefathers and the Vidyataras and Kinaras, arrived at the city of Devaraka, hoping to see Lord Krishna. By his transcendental form, Krishna, the Supreme Lord, enchanted all human beings and spread his own fame throughout the worlds. The Lord's glories destroy all contamination within the universe. PURPORT The Personality of Godhead descends within the material world to assist the demigods in the cosmic management, thus the demigods can normally see such forms of the Lord as a Pendra. However, here it is indicated that, although accustomed to seeing various Vishnu expansions of the Lord, the demigods were specifically eager to see the most beautiful form of the Lord as Krishna. There is no distinction between the Supreme Lord and his personal body. The Jiva soul is different from his body, but the beautiful, transcendental form of the Lord is identical with the Lord in all respects. SB 11.6.5 Text 5 Text Tasayam vidhrajamanayam samrahayam madhardhibhivayakaksatavitraptaksahkrasnamadbuta Word for word meanings Tasayam, in that, Tverika, Vidhrajamanayam, resplendent, Samrahayam, very rich, Matardhibhya, with great opulences, Vyakaksita, they saw, Avitrapta, unsatisfied, Aksa, whose eyes, Krishnam, Lord Krishna, Adbutadarsanam, wonderful to behold. Translation. In that resplendent city of Dvaraka, rich with all superior opulences, the demigods beheld with insatiated eyes the wonderful form of Sri Krishna. SB 11.6.6 Text 6. Text. Svergadayanapadermalais chadayanto udagamam jerbhis citrapanarthabhis testuvarjagadaisvaram. Word for word meanings. Svarga udayana, from the gardens of the heavenly planets of the demigods, apage, obtained, malai, with flower garlands, chadayanta, covering, yaduagamam, the best of the yadis, jerbhis, with verbal expressions, citra, charming, padarthabhis, the words and ideas comprising which, testuva, they praised, Jagatisvaram, the Lord of the Universe. Translation. The demigods covered the Supreme Lord of the Universe with flower garlands brought from the gardens of heaven. Then they praised him, the best of the Yadu dynasty, with statements containing charming words and ideas. SB 11.6.7. Text 7. Text. Shri Deva Upahnana Smatanatha Panaravindam Madhindriya Pranamanova Kagahyak Sintayate Tarhadibhava Yaktermumaksabhya Karmamayora Pasit. Word for word meanings. Shri Deva Upah, the demigods said, Nanasmat, we are bowed down, to your, Natha, O Lord, Panaravindam, to the lotus feet, but he, with our intelligence, Indriya, senses, Prana, vital air, mana, mind, vakagya, and words, yet, which, sintiate, are meditated upon, antahardi, within the heart, bhavayate, who are fixed in yoga practice. Mumaksabhya, by those striving for liberation, karmamaya, of the reactions of fruitive work, urupasit, from the great bondage. Translation. The demigods began to speak, Our dear Lord, advanced mystic yogis, striving for liberation from the severe bondage of material work, meditate with great devotion upon your lotus feet within their hearts. Dedicating our intelligence, senses, vital air, mind and power of speech to your lordship, we demigods bow down at your lotus feet. PURPORT According to Srilas Rintarasvami, the word smat in this verse indicates vismaya, astonishment. The demigods were astonished that, although great mystic yogis are only able to contemplate the lotus feet of the Lord within their hearts, the demigods arriving in the city of Dvaraka were able to see before them the entire body of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore the powerful demigods fell down like sticks before the Lord. Such full obeisances, called Dandavat, like a stick, are described, as follows. Dorbhyam Padabhyam Janabhyam Urasasirasadrasamanasavakasasidipranamostanga The obeisances offered with eight limbs are made with the two arms, the two legs, the two knees, the chest, the head, the eyes, the mind and the power of speech. 
The currents of material nature are very powerful, and one should therefore cling tightly to the lotus feet of the Lord. Otherwise, the violent waves of sense gratification and mental speculation will undoubtedly sweep one away from one's eternal, constitutional position as the loving servitor of the Supreme Lord, and one will then fall down into the stringent bondage described here as Europe Passet, a very powerful illusory network. SB 11.6.8 Text 8 Text Tvamaya Trigune Atmani David Hevayam Vyaktam Srajazi Amasi Lumpasi Tabgunas Fahnader Bhavanajita Karmadhirajaya Vayats Vesak Hvayadahite Viratonavadaya. Word for word meanings. Tvam, you, Maya, by the material energy, Trigunaya, made up of the three modes of nature, Atmani, within yourself, David Hevayam, inconceivable, Vyaktam, the manifest cosmos, Srajasi, you create, Amasi. Protect, lumpusy, and destroy, tat, of that material nature, guna. Within the modes, goodness, passion and ignorance, sphah, situated, mat, not, ite, by these, bavan, you, agita, o unconquerable lord, karmadhya, activities, agiate, are entangled, they, at all, yet, because, sve, in your own, suck, happiness, avayadahite, unimpeded, and hirita, you are always absorbed, anavadaya, the, Unimpeachable Lord. Translation. O unconquerable Lord, you engage your illusory energy, composed of three modes, to unleash, maintain and devastate the inconceivable manifest cosmos, all within your own self. As the Supreme Superintendent of Maya, you appear to be situated in the interaction of the modes of nature, however, you are never affected by material activities. In fact, you are directly engaged in your own eternal, spiritual bliss, and thus you cannot be accused of any material infection. PURPORT The word Dravidhavayam is significant here. The ultimate cause of the creation, maintenance and annihilation of the material world is certainly inconceivable even for the greatest mundane scientists, who waste their lives in useless and fruitless speculation. Yet Matavisnu, who is the secondary expansion of an expansion of the Supreme Lord, Krishna, sees the entire cosmos to be like an insignificant atom. So what hope is there for foolish so-called scientists who try to understand Krishna by their ridiculous experimental power? Thus the word Anavadaya is used. No one can find fault or discrepancy in the body, character, activities or instructions of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Lord is never materially ignorant, therefore he never exhibits cruelty, laziness, foolishness, blindness or material intoxication. Similarly, because the Lord is never polluted by material passion, he never exhibits material pride, lamentation, yearning or violence. And since the Lord is free from material goodness, he never attempts to peacefully enjoy the material woe or ld with a sublime materialistic mentality. Lord Krishna, as stated here, Svesakhvayadahite Birita, is eternally busy, day and night, in his transcendental abode, relishing the inconceivable loving devotion of his innumerable associates. The Lord is being embraced and is embracing. He is joking and is hearing the joking of his loved ones. The Lord is walking through forests full of fruits and flowers, playing in the Nectarian River Yamuna and taking part in his most confidential transcendental loving affairs with the coward girls of Vrindavana. These pastimes in Krishnaloka and on other vacant planets are eternal, faultless and an ocean of spiritual happiness. The Lord never descends to the dry platform of relative material happiness. The infinite personality of Godhead has nothing to gain from anyone, thus fruitive activity cannot possibly exist within the Lord. SB 11.6.9 Text 9 Text Sadhirn Ranam Matuta Thedayadur Sahinam Vedayas Rutan Hyayana Dana Tapah Kriyadhyasavadmanam Rasabhata Yasasi Pravrata Sakradhyasravana Samhrataya Yathasayat Word for Word Meanings Sadhya, purification, nram, of persons, mat, is not, to, but, tatha, in such a way, idaya, o worshipable one, dursainam, of those whose consciousness is contaminated, vidaya, by ordinary worship, sruta. Hearing and obeying the injunctions of the Vedas, adhyayana study of various sastras, dana charity, tapa, austere penances, kriyadhya, and ritual activities, sabvaatmanam, of those who are situated in pure goodness, rasabha, O greatest of all, to your, yasasi, in the glories, 
Pravrata, fully matured, sat, transcendental, sradhaya, by faith, sarvanasambhartaya, which is reinforced by the process of hearing, yatha, as, sayat, there is. Translation. O greatest of all, those whose consciousness is polluted by illusion cannot purify themselves merely by ordinary worship, study of the Vedas, charity, austerity and ritual activities. Our Lord, those pure souls who have developed a powerful transcendental faith in your glories achieve a purified state of existence that can never be attained by those lacking such faith. PURPORT Even if a pure devotee is lacking the above qualifications, such as Vedic study and austerity, if he has unflinching faith in Lord Krishna the Lord will save him because of his devotion. On the other hand, if one becomes falsely proud of one's material qualifications, including ordinary piety, but does not devote himself to hearing and chanting the glories of Krishna, the result will ultimately be nil. The transcendental spirit soul cannot be purified by any amount of material piety, charity or scholarship. Only the transcendental Supreme Lord can purify the transcendental living entity by bestowing his mercy within the heart. The demigods were astonished at their good fortune. Even by hearing about Krishna, one achieves all perfection, but they had entered the Lord's own city and were seeing him standing before them. SB 11.6.10 Text 10 Text Word for word meanings. Syat, may they be, nah, for us, Tava, your, Anghra, the lotus feet, a subhaseha, of our inauspicious mentality, Dumakita, the annihilating fire, Ksemeya, for achieving real benefit, Yah, which, Munibhya, by sages, Ardrahurda, with melted hearts, Yuhayamana, are being carried, Yah, which, Sabvate, by the devotees of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Samavidyute, for gaining opulence like his, Atmavadbya, by those who are self-controlled, Vila, in the four-handed personal expansions of Vasudeva, Sankarsana, Pradyamna and Anurata, Arsata, worshipped, Savanasa, at the three junctions of each day, Svahadakramaya, for crossing beyond the heavenly planets of this world. Translation Great sages, desiring the highest benefit in life, always cherish your lotus feet within their hearts, which are melted by love, for you. Similarly, your self-controlled devotees, desiring to cross beyond the material kingdom of heaven to achieve opulence equal to yours, worship your lotus feet in the morning, at noon and in the evening. Thus, they meditate upon your lordship in your quadruple expansion. Your lotus feet are just like a blazing fire that burns to ashes all the inauspicious desires for material sense gratification. PURPORT The conditioned living entity can purify his existence simply by having firm faith in the transcendental glories of the Personality of Godhead. What then can be said of the extraordinary good fortune of the demigods, who were directly seeing Lord Krishna's lotus feet? Although we are presently afflicted by innumerable material desires, these desires are temporary. The eternal living entity is meant to experience a loving relationship with the supreme living entity, the personality of Godhead, and by rendering pure devotional service to the Lord, the heart of the living entity is completely satisfied. The word Yumakidu in this verse indicates a flaming comet or fire, which represents Lord Shiva. Lord Shiva is the master of the mode of ignorance, and Lord Krishna's lotus feet are compared to the comet, a symbol of the potency of Shiva, which can destroy all ignorance within the heart. The word Samavidhyate, for achieving equal opulence, indicates that the pure devotees go back home, back to Godhead, and enjoy the infinite bliss of the spiritual world. Lord Krishna is endowed with unlimited opulent paraphernalia for enjoyment, and a liberated soul who goes to Krishna's abode is awarded all opulence for serving the Lord. According to Srila Bhaktis and Hantasirasvati Thakura, the word Vila in this verse indicates the three Purusa incarnations, namely Matavisnu, Visnu, and Visnu, as well as Vasudeva. If we can scientifically understand how Krishna expands himself to create the material world, we shall immediately experience that everything is the property of Krishna and thus become free from the desire to exploit it for our own selfish purposes. Krishna is the Supreme Lord, the master of everyone and the reservoir of all opulences, and one should remember his lotus feet in the morning, at noon and in the evening. 
one who always remembers Krishna and never forgets him will experience real, blissful life beyond the pale shadow of material illusion. SB 11.6.11 Text 11 Text Yas Sintiat Prayatupanidhirad Haveragnatraya Niraktavidhanisa Havirgrahyatva and Hyatma Yoga Yudhiyajidhiratmamayam Jidna Subhih Paramabhagavateh Piristah Word for word meanings. Yah, which, Sintiat, are meditated upon, Prayatupanidhirat, by those with folded hands, Adhavara and all, in the fire of sacrifice, Traya, of the three Vedas are G, Yajur and Sama, Nirakta, comprising the essential understanding presented in the Nirakta, Vinhina by the process, Isa O Lord, have it, the game meant for authoring, Grahyatva, taking, and Hyatma Yoj, in that yoga system meant, for, realization of one's true self, Yuda, also, Yajibhya, by the practitioners of this yoga, Atmamayam, about your bewildering material energy, Jijna Subhya, who are inquisitive, Parabhagavate, by the most elevated devotees, Purista, perfectly worshipped. Translation. Those about to offer oblations into the fire of sacrifice in accordance with the R.G. Yajur and Samavedas meditate on your lotus feet. Similarly, the practitioners of transcendental yoga meditate upon your lotus feet, hoping for knowledge about your divine mystic potency, and the most elevated pure devotees perfectly worship your lotus feet, desiring to cross beyond your illusory potency. Purport. The words Atmamayam Jijna Subhya are significant in this verse. The mystic yogis, and Hyatma Yoga Yudhya are eager to acquire knowledge of the Lord's mystic potencies, whereas the pure devotees, Parabhagavate, are eager to cross beyond the kingdom of illusion, so that they can serve Lord Krishna's lotus feet in pure loving ecstasy. In any case, everyone is interested in the potency of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The atheistic material scientists are also fascinated by the external material potency of the Lord, and the gross sense gratifiers are attracted by the physical body, which is also Atmamaya, or an expansion of the Lord's potency. Although all of the Lord's potencies are qualitatively one with the Lord, and therefore with each other, the blissful spiritual potency is nevertheless supreme, because it establishes relationships between the Lord and the pure living entities on the platform of eternal happiness. Every living entity is originally a loving servitor of the Lord, and the spiritual energy of the Lord engages the living entity in his pure constitutional position beyond illusion. Our dreaming and waking experiences are both activities of the mind, however, the activities we perform, while awake are more valuable, because they establish us in our permanent situation. Similarly, at every moment every living entity is experiencing one of the innumerable potencies of the Supreme Lord. However, the experience of the spiritual potency is more significant, because it establishes the living entity in his eternal, constitutional position as a faithful servitor of the personality of Godhead. The demigods are glorifying the Lord's lotus feet, because they are personally very eager to be purified by contact with those feet, Tavanghurus Makamasabhasayadumakadahsayat. When a sincere devotee eagerly desires to attain the shelter of the Lord's lotus feet, the Lord brings him to his personal abode, just as the demigods were brought to Dvaraka by Lord Krishna's arrangement. SB 11.6.12 Text 12 Text Pariyastayatavavighovanamalayam samspardhini bhagavati pranipadnivak krihyasu pranadamamrayarvanam adidinobuayat sadanghanrasabhasayadumakata Word for Word Meanings Pariyasteya, worn out, Tava, your, Vigho, Almighty Lord, Vanamalaya, by the flower garland, I, I am, she, Samspardhini, feeling competitive, Bhagavati, the female counterpart of the personality of Godhead, Pratipadnivat, just like an envious co-wife, Sri Laksmadini, the goddess of fortune, Yah, which Supreme Lord, yourself, Supranadam, so that it may be, properly, executed, Amuaya, by this, Arhanam, the authoring, added in, accepting, Nah, our, Buayat, may they be, Sada, always, Anghara, the lotus feet, Asabhaseya, of our impure desires, Dumakita, the fire of destruction. Translation. O Almighty Lord, you are so kind to your servants that you have accepted the withered flower garland that we have placed on your chest. Since the goddess of fortune makes her abode on your transcendental chest, she will undoubtedly become agitated, like a jealous co-wife, upon seeing our offering also dwelling there. Yet you are so merciful that you neglect your eternal consort Laxmi and accept our offering, as most excellent worship. 
O merciful Lord, may your lotus feet always act as a blazing fire to consume the inauspicious desires within our hearts. Purport. In Bhagavad Gita, 9.26, it is stated. Patrum puspam felum toyam yomi bhaktiya prayakati tad atam bhaktiya partamus nami prayatadmana. Lord Krishna gratefully and happily accepts even the most meager offering from his loving devotee. Lord Krishna is conquered by the love of his pure devotees, just as a father is easily conquered by the most insignificant gift offered by his loving child. Unless a transcendentalist completely gives up the impersonal conception of life, he cannot make such a loving offering to the Lord. The process of meditation upon the super soul within the heart, called Diana.